And what? Oh, wait a minute, Bill. I'm not in Florida anymore. Oh. <laughs> Let me take this off. All right. Welcome back to the flatland of Ohio. Oh. And less humid. So a lot of you may or may not know, but I moved. I would like to counter that. Uh-oh. It's still unbelievably humid here for my California sensibilities. Well. But you, you tell me what, you know, you can make up whatever story you want that this is somehow drier air for you, but it feels like being in a bathtub to me. Well, compared to 44 plus years in Ohio, 95% humidity at five in the morning this morning in mm -hmm. Florida beats Ohio every day. It's actually cold out here. Is that kind of like living in a bowl of soup? I mean, you know, when you come out of a shower and then you go back in the shower because you forgot, that's what it's like. Uh, it's like you never got out of the shower. Uh, very nice. Yeah, it's, it's not too much fun, but it's fun because, you know. I get, and you willfully moved down to that? Willfully, yes. Uh, well, in the pursuit of assisting the Floridians in getting rid of invasive species. Well, you know, Pat, you're a man of conviction, and I genuinely appreciate <laughs> your selfless dedication to that cause and, uh, and helping Florida solve that problem. I, I am glad to take on the challenge. Good on you, lad. <laughs> so, left, uh, left Ohio three weeks ago, and now I'm back in Ohio but not quite so far north. Um, and I had the opportunity to invite you to an event, which we're gonna talk about here in a second. Oh boy. But as you guys have noticed, we've been in, the, we're in the same room, which hasn't happened since what, Armac? Yeah, yeah, we haven't recorded together since, uh, since Armac. <sighs> that, that's a couple months ago, wow, yeah. time flies. All right, so you were telling me about some type of strategy training that you were doing? Something about killing zombies or something? I don't know. So I think what you're talking about, Patrick, is what I've been calling the zombie drill. <laughs> and the zombie drill um, is not about, you know, some half-dead creature chasing you around with a Milwaukee. That's, that's not what it is. What this is is a drill that is designed to create a metric that gives you a way of measuring your progress as you improve. Mm -hmm. That's one component of it. The other component of it, which is really important with sports training, is to not focus on the negative. Mm -hmm. Do not admonish yourself because you missed. Only reinforce when you hit. And that's what this very, very simple drill does. And um, we'll get into the specifics of it, but the way it got its absolutely goofy name is because I happen to have an action armor target mm -hmm. that is a zombie. <laughs> and it's one of the ones that you don't need a string to reset. It's got a paddle in the chest of the zombie that you knock over, and you have to hit the one on the bottom to send it back up. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that gives me an inch and a quarter kill zone and an inch and a half kill zone. Okay. Actually, inch and three quarters on the bottom. So I put those that target at 24 yards. Okay. And I, as some of you may have noticed, <laughs> I really suffered in field target mm -hmm. with offhand shooting. And 
part of that is my own fault because in all of the competitive shooting that I've done, it was almost all pistol. Okay. So all of that development of the muscle, neurological, brain system for shooting a rifle well offhand, I never developed. Uh-huh. It was not. It was not something I did well. So I, I would. I would get. Um, I would get very. Uh, very. Uh, I don't want to say upset, but definitely uh, nervous when it came time to shoot the forced positions uh-huh. and field target because I knew it was not a skill that I had. So I wanted to change that. I wanted to make that not something that I was intimidated by anymore, and learn how to make that better. So I came up with this zombie drill, <clears throat> and basically it's very, very simple. I have a notebook, like Pat's notes from notebook right here. Um, on it, I have three, maybe four lines for that day, and I only do this drill once a day mm-hmm. because it is it is a little bit physically demanding in the sense that you're, you are holding the rifle up for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to focus necessarily on how you do from drill to drill. The drill is about going through the exercise of seeking that accuracy and understanding that no human being can hold any gun perfectly still. It doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. We're not, we're just not designed that way. The way our muscle systems work, um, you can't hold anything perfectly still. But uh, Mr. Tubb, if you've heard about him, he was a pretty famous rifle shooter Uh in the NRA uh, high-powered rifle world. He said, yeah, you got to get that figure eight. Uh You got to get your motion down to that figure eight, and then you're going to time when that happens. And learning, getting your brain to learn when is the right time to, to send that shot is what this drill is all about. And that takes practice. It does. It takes practice, yeah. it takes repetition, and it takes development. And I can tell you that I, um, I transformed my offhand shooting with this drill in field target. Hmm. And we'll talk about the drill first, and then we'll talk about the results. So what I do is I take 10 pellets. I put 10 pellets up on the bench. Mm-hmm. That is my first round. I take each one of those pellets, I load it, and I'm going to take a shot. If I hit, I put a one, I put a a tick on that line for the first round. Okay. And I keep track of only my hits. I do not track misses. So by only tracking the hits, I'm getting my brain to focus on what I want it to focus on, Uh which is success. I don't want to focus on failure. And When you finish those 10 shots, that's going to give you a really easy percentage to calculate. Yeah, yeah. If I hit hit 2 out of 10, that's 20%. If I hit 5 out of 10, that's 50. Real easy to do the math. Mm -hmm. Take a break. Relax. You you don't want to get yourself to the point where you've got a balled-up bicep or whatever. It's stressed out. You want to have the chance to relax because in competition... You're not holding that gun up for half an hour. No, no, you're doing your lane. But you also you want to create that strength in those muscles as well. So that's why the drill is 10 pellets long. 
It's longer than you're going to shoot in competition, but it's not too long to make it uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So again, you take those 10 data points, you relax for a little bit, you get that blood to flow, you stretch, do whatever, then 10 more pellets lined up. I usually did between three and four series per uh -huh. day of this drill. And I can tell you, uh, with my inch and, inch and a quarter and inch and three quarter targets at 24 yards, when I started, I was 10%. Uh -huh. I could hit it 10% of the time. It was terrible. And I had terrible um, outcomes in field target in the force positions. When I started doing this drill, by the third or fourth day, I was hitting 50 to 70% hit. Well, that was a fun talk with our friend Joel at Palm Beach Air Guns. And we encourage anybody down in Southern Florida to go down there and, and uh, pay him a visit, say hello. And we'll put the details for his website in the description for the YouTube version of this podcast. And Patrick will put it in the show notes for the audio version as well. Yeah, make sure you tell them, uh, tell Joel that you heard about it on the Airgun Geeks podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell them that Bill and Patrick sent you. And that you demand a huge discount. Huge no. discount. No, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah do that. <laughs> so, Pat, let's tell everybody why in the world we're back in the same room together again. Why? Why you flew from California and I flew up from Florida? Yeah. Well, it is the Pyramid Air Cup. We haven't said those words in three years. Wow. A three-year hiatus. It's been a three-year hiatus thanks to some something, disease or something that ended the world. And we're all back. And now we can play with air guns again. Yay. So they, a Pyramid started their new Pyramid Air Cup at the Cardinal Center. Um, and another big thing that came out uh, that you guys have probably noticed is the logo is different. It's no longer red with the pyramid. It's green and it's a lot of outdoorsy stuff. So check out the Pyramid Air website. It's it's I think it's really cool. I don't know. Have I, you seen I it? I think the I think the progress is really encouraging with Pyramid Air not only encompassing the airgun world, which I'm sure they have no intention of turning their back on that at all. No. Uh, but instead of augmenting it with the other things that have good crossover with all of us in the airgun space. Many of us are outdoorsmen. We love to go play outside. We love to camp. We do lots of stuff like that. Hunting with those evil powder burners mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. So you're going to see more and more of that of that content through the Pyramid Channel. And yeah. I think that's awesome. That's growth. That's forward progress. And, uh, and way, way to go, Pyramid Air, for that. And we're here at the 2023 Pyramid Air Cup. And Pat, I have got to tell you. Um, the facilities here for this event are world-class yes. beyond compare. Um, I, I know that we all have heard of a lot of the other events in the airgun world, mm -hmm. and they have grown, and they're huge, huge, and they're fantastic, and they have lots of draw from all over the world. But 
as far as facilities go, mm -hmm. this place in Ohio dwarfs them all. It's world class. We are we are actually recording this in a beautiful cabin. Yes, that we were able to rent that puts us right here at the facility. We're not driving around from hotels or or uh, Airbnb places or any of that. We're right here. We're at the facility. We've got everything we need. We've got a swimming pool. Yep. We've got a bass pond. Yep. <laughs> we've got we've got skeet shooting, trap shooting, pistol, rifle. You name it. Everything. Some of the biggest names in the firearm world yep. are represented here. And it is, they've opened their arms and embraced the Pyramid Air Cup. And I, I just want to say thank you to, to this facility and thank you to Pyramid for, for making this all possible. It's really big. Now, Pat, we had some adventures getting here today. Yes. Um, we spent many, many hours on a plane. I took the red eye out of San Francisco. Uh, that, was, that was a long night. But uh, we got here uneventful, and we got all of our gear, which um, Pat was a little nervous when he got here that uh, mm -hmm. his baggage took quite a long time to get from the plane to the to the airport. But we're all sorted now. We've got everything we need to be successful. And uh, is that is that it for our Pyramid Air update? Well, you missed the biggest part of what, us actually getting here. Oh, Joe Dorian. Oh, the owner of, of I, the Ohio School of Falconry are wheels. Joe. We would have been still at the, at the terminal. <laughs> Joe was kind enough yes, yes. to pick our silly butts up at the airport and mm -hmm. chauffeur us out to the facility. And he's like, hey, you guys got your, got your room, but um, you don't have any food mm -hmm. and you don't have any linens. You don't have anything. Uh, do you need a ride to the store? And we're like, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. From yes. the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Because you you have made this so much easier by offering us your services and getting us around. So we were able to go to the store. Mm -hmm. We got the single most important thing for air gunners in the world, which, of course, is coffee. Coffee. Well, it may be just For me. you, it's coffee. It may be just me, but... Uh, <laughs> Me, it was uh, having proper beverages and, and breakfast because mm. uh, I can't live on air or coffee like you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, uh, it, for Joe to take time, and, and he had his own adventures today, oh. to still come he? and pick us up and chauffeur us around. And even we went out to lunch and got to catch up because I haven't seen Joe in a while. And you haven't seen Joe in a while in person. And it was good to catch up. It was. It know? was. And I encourage anyone who has even a passing interest in falconry, please go check out his school. Yep. Uh, the link will be in the description below. It'll be in Patrick's show notes. And do spend the time to see what that guy's up to because it's always fascinating. Always. So... And like always, it's not just the Airgun Geeks podcast going on. You got Target Forge here, and Bill's going to be talking to all the people that he gets to take care of and help with targets and GX compressor parts and all yeah. that stuff. So make sure you check out TargetForge.net. Correct. Um, you can also find us if people, I, I've, I've had this question, Bill, how do I find the podcast? You can technically, we're on every platform, first off, uh, but you can go to airgungeeks.com and it'll bring you to the Buzzsprout and you can click 
any type of uh, platform that you want to listen to us on. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you'd like to, for us to talk about, you can always go to the airgungeeks at gmail.com. Uh, you can technically go to Target Forge and, con and contact us and talk to Bill that way. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. And all of those that have, we really do appreciate your thank yous, your concerns, yes, um, your ideas. And your feedback. We love your feedback. Feedback. Love, hey, you guys were wrong about where this guy was from or you guys yeah. screwed up this. We, we love that feedback. Um, we love to be... We're more about the truth on this podcast yeah. than we are about uh, trying to make everybody think we're right because we're not right all the time. Yeah. We're human beings, and you know we're stronger together than we are individually. So, you guys give us the strength to to bring as much of the truth as we can. Yeah, and you know, like like always, I love hearing from Art, mm -hmm. and we haven't heard from Art recently. So we hope you're doing well. He's like our censorship for those that are watching. If I swear, will that bring art out of the out of the woodwork? Oh, it might. <laughs> but I hope you're doing well. I know he's been doing a lot of Hunter Field Target. I see him with Lauren Parsons a lot. She's been traveling. I think she was in uh, South Africa doing her thing. Maybe we'll see her this weekend. But um, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more updates on what's going on here at the Pyramid Air Cup 2023. And like always, stay geeky. GoPro, stop recording. All right, Bill. I think I got someone. I think he's from Kansas, but we'll find out here in Kansas. a second. Kansas. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Odd. I don't, I don't know anything. Neighboring. Palm, Palm Beach in it. Palm in Beach. Kansas. Yeah. Palm Beach, Kansas. I, I think you got the wrong state, Patrick. Again. Isn't that? that that's I California? Wish. I wish I was home. <laughs> you were sure. All right, Bill. Well, here, what I got is Joel. And from what I'm told, he's a young gentleman who owns an air gun shop in Florida. Which so is a real brick and mortar. A real brick and mortar. The real deal. The real deal. We also carry a tiny bit of real steel. This guy's oh. this guy oh he oh. came off shy he's, in the he's beginning. He's one of those guys. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of those guys, the firearms elitist. Oh god. <laughs> no, air guns are our bread and butter. All right, nice. Joel. You 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 got me going already. Lord, you're good. Okay, so who are you? So I am uh, the original founder, I guess, of uh, Palm Beach Air Guns. Okay. Located and in Florida? We're in Florida, not Kansas. Not Florida, not Kansas. Okay. So we're <laughs> in Very Palm good. Beach County. Okay. Um, right now we're Royal Palm Beach. So it's kind of in between West Palm Beach, Wellington, and uh, Loxahatchee. Okay. So, so, Joel, how did you get to the point where you decided, I, I want to have a brick-and-mortar air gun shop? So the brick and mortar specifically was, you know, we started out like, a, I guess, a lot of the people. So originally I had, a, I guess, a dog daycare. So I started in a warehouse, sort of. Um, and your dogs were misbehaving and they were air guns or what's the connection there? They were definitely misbehaving, but, you know, we still treated them like uh, <laughs> angel childs. But, yeah, no, we were kind of you know having difficulty with that and i really did not 
you know, enjoy what I was doing. So right. I love dogs and all that, but the, the whole business and, you know, it was a lot of work, a lot of cleaning, a lot of loud barking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to keep things quiet. So I, I got into air guns and uh, Donnie FL. <laughs> oh yes, when silence. If is they necessary. made uh, silencers for dogs, then maybe I would still have that dog. Daycare. I would buy many. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so you know, we started out there. Um, you know, online. You know, occasionally, you know, get people who push. You know, to c- come pick something up. But obviously, you know, a dog daycare is kind of weird. You know. Right. Eventually, you know, that grew um, enough to, you know, dump that side of the business and you know really focus on air guns and for a while you know we're doing it like a lot of some other people and you know out of our house and so e-commerce is how it originally started okay pretty much that was the main thing and then you know just more and more people you know especially with the two thousand dollar air guns you know like the impacts you know a lot of the the high-end brands Uh you know people wanted to really hold that in their hands or you know they wanted to pick it up they didn't want to ship it and you know meeting somebody in a parking lot or having you know people you don't know come to your house kind of sounds shady yeah yeah <laughs> it was you know with the whole covid it was hard to find a warehouse you know we finally got one and you know it was, it was probably the one of the best things you know to kind of really establish the business okay so when did you become brick and mortar so the Official move in once we went to that warehouse in Royal Palm Beach, I believe, was mid-May of um, 2022, so about a year ago. Okay. I think I remember seeing advertisement that you're brick and mortar now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, people can come in. We have uh, usually a handful of FX, you know, a lot of other brands. So, um, What brands do you carry? Oh, it's hard to list all of them off the top of my head, but uh, our main ones, the ones, ones are FX air guns. Okay. Um, you know, we do carry a lot of the stuff that, you know, PAD, so precision air gun distribution, you know, sells. So like the, the Brocock Ghost, you know, that brand, your Day State. Um, we had, uh, you know, LCS. So you have a house Western divided. Western guns, that <laughs> whole, yes. uh, you I know, confusion. So <laughs> uh, we also have Hot Sun, Gamo, um, you know, for some of the starter okay. price range. Sure. Brake barrel. Some people don't want to buy the air tanks, the yeah. compressors, sure. the whole ordeal. But eventually they upgrade. So, so, so you have yeah. a large gambit. So you're going from entry level all the way to high-end precision top shelf type air guns yeah so a good so, selection yeah we used to mostly focus on the high-end stuff um but yeah i mean with more and more requests we get uh you know some more of the budget stuff you know obviously not not everybody can walk out spending you know even the budget pcb stuff you know you're looking full setup everything you know around a thousand dollars so mm-hmm. you know trying to find budget stuff for you know people to get into the sport you know upgrade down the road it's definitely been you know more and more requests for stuff like that now do you carry uh what type of pellets do you have the other like jsbs yeah we H&M? carry the, the jsbs um you know the fx pellets we have some slugs so we started you know trying out some of the zans so if i have the zans we have the FX hybrid slugs. Impulse Air came out with uh, 
you know, some slugs that we started carrying in 2225. Mm -hmm. So we have a, not a ton of slug selections, but a lot of the pellets, you know, yeah. the precision pellets, you know, some the Hades atomic styles. For okay. Hunting. So, so being in Florida in the West Palm area, you probably get a lot of people asking, what's a good air gun to shoot iguanas? Would that be a fair question? Yeah. So, what is the iguana special? I mean, there is a compact impact that we kind of set up. That's you know, kind of one of my favorite styles to do. But obviously, that's you know, not a not a cheap gun. So, really, when most people come in asking that, you know, we just say the ideal is a you know PCP air gun, usually in like 22, 25 cal. Um, you know, if you get into specialty stuff, you can you know, definitely get away with 177 or you know, mm -hmm. big open fields. Most times, they're going to be on banks, you know, in the canals, like right by busy rows, people, shopping centers. So you don't want to you know, really go with too big of a caliber. So most of the time, we say any PCP air gun, 22 cal, 25 cal is kind of optimal. Okay. So like brake barrels is if they brake wanted to barrels, start? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. They don't want to buy a compressor, air tank. Yeah. You know, they live too far to, you know, we, we do offer where, you know, we can fill the gun for them. If they just, you know, really don't want to spend that in, they can buy the gun, come in, we'll fill it for a dollar. Um, but, yeah, some people, you know, they go with the air brake barrel style. So now there's some with mags, so every time you cock the gun. Oh, the Gamma Swarms. Yeah, the swarm. That seems to be quite popular. Yeah, so those, you know, are pretty big, I guess, with... Uh, the people that just want all in one, so they, buy, they come in, buy the gamo, you know, some pellets, and they're uh -huh. set to go. It comes with a scope, magazine, you know, and they can get the one hunting. Yeah, it's a good start, you know. I, I've read up a lot about that. And uh, the big thing that I'm excited about is you have a brick and mortar, and people can come touch guns. Exactly, yep. So they can come in, hold it. You know, sometimes they, they thought they wanted this gun. They, they hold it, and they walk up with a different one. Yeah. So it's 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 big. So that was the main reason we wanted, aside from, you know, the shady parking lot meetups, we wanted, you know, people to come in, hold them. You know, some people were on the fence. They don't want to spend, you know, $2,000 or $1,000 on a gun. But once they actually get it in their hands, they, they feel the mm -hmm. cocking lever, the weight, the build quality, and, you know, that makes all the difference. I agree. Sure. I agree. Oh. So I got to ask, how old are you? I forget sometimes, but uh, 31 now. Oh, that's a good, wow. Probably. Yeah, May, I'm so. not sure, but it might qualify you as the youngest air gun store owner in the U.S. Any of our listeners want to challenge me on that, go ahead. <laughs> I'd well, love to know. Well, I know he's younger than Justin. By a few months. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, there is a shop up in New England. I'm not sure. I've never met the guy that owns that. But uh, there's, there's not really not that many really good brick-and-mortar no. air gun stores around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not too many. The only other one I know of is Spa, which is Ken Hicks's place. But he's up in Yule, which is almost Georgia. Yeah, he's like right on the border. Yeah, he's right much. up there. There's you. Yeah, but he's not brick-and-mortar, right? He's, he, he's brick-and-mortar. He's got a store? You can come there. You can go to his house you can, and hang okay. out near his pool. His house is made out of bricks and mortar. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you so. can, he doesn't have an actual store. But, you know, when you buy a gun from him, you can 
come you, you can, can still come see come it or stuff, you can yeah. you know you could set up an appointment she let you stay in the rv no 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 sure no, that's where he lives because that's where the wife keeps <laughs> not just joking uh his dogs won't fit all the time ah got it <laughs> he, he does have rather large great danes yes so all right well i'm going to ask you what on a, on a parting word what sets your place apart from everyone else that you know what makes you special um, well, I don't know, you know, exactly what everybody else does, but one of the the main points is, at least for now, since you know we're, I guess, on a smaller level, you know, it's more of a personal touch. So, you know, most of the time, everybody, you know, will speak directly to me. So mm-hmm. I'm the most experienced, you know, there. So it's right now, it's really mostly me and Julie. So they get to speak directly with you know the guy who pretty much does. The majority of the stuff so special requests you know tuning repairs shipping um, so it's like know, a mom and pop directly. store you yeah. get that you get that personal touch yeah okay yeah you don't get that too much a lot of times it's in and out or yeah you know, or they're, they're, they're not very experienced so obviously you know i'm not a hundred percent expert in every single product that we sell but you know um on the stuff that I personally shoot, you know, like the FX impact or, you know, a lot of the FX stuff, you know, you know, I do have a lot of knowledge with, you know, those products and, you know, at least they get to speak with somebody who's well experienced and, you know, what they need. And, you know, I, I spend a lot of time not trying to sell them something because I want to sell it to them, but I want to make sure that either one obviously they, they don't regret you know buying mm-hmm. something and want to return it and you know that aspect but so they're happy with it and they actually get the best product you know for their specific use so how can they check you out how do they find you so they can uh you know obviously come into the store in royal palm beach or they can go to palmbeachairguns.com and you know we have uh, just recently we kind of upgraded you know, the website so hopefully that'll be you know, easier for people to kind of narrow and, you know, find specific products. And it's just, a, mm-hmm. I guess, a nicer website. And So what are your hours of operation? Yeah, so with the, the whole switch and the, you know, we don't have a ton of staff. So right now, you know, balancing the online and the in-store, we're, you know, limited hours. So Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. is, you know, when somebody can walk in and just know we'll be there. Um, you know, sometimes we have customers that we, you know, call, so we'll stay late and, you know, mm-hmm. work with them. And, you know, Saturdays we do appointments, obviously, maybe not like a can of pellets, you know, or yeah, yeah. meet them. <laughs> for, yeah, sometimes, you know, we, we've done that before if it's, you know, an emergency. But most of the time, you know, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. is, you know, our regular hours. That's Eastern Standard Time for all of us. Yes, issues, so they Eastern know. So yeah. not Kansas, yes. whatever time zone they're in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a pleasure. I want to thank you for taking time out of your very busy day of talking to all these people and getting your business out there and networking. So I thank you for your time. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for you know having me here. All right. Thank you. Well, that was a fun talk with our friend Joel at Palm Beach Air Guns. And we encourage anybody down in southern Florida to go down there and and, uh, pay him a visit, say hello. And we'll put the details for his website in the description for the YouTube version of this podcast. 
and Patrick will put it in the show notes for the audio version as well. Yeah, make sure you tell them, uh, tell Joel that you heard about it on the Airgun Geeks podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell them that Bill and Patrick sent you and that you demand a huge discount. Huge no. discount, no, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do that. <laughs> so, Pat, let's tell everybody why in the world we're back in the same room together again. Why, why you flew from California and I flew up from Florida? Yeah. Well, it is the Pyramid Air Cup. We haven't said those words in three years. Wow. A three-year hiatus. It's been a three-year hiatus thanks to some something, disease or something that ended the world. And we're all back. And now we can play with air guns again. Yay. So they, a Pyramid started their new Pyramid Air Cup at the Cardinal Center. Um, and another big thing that came out uh, that you guys have probably noticed is the logo is different. It's no longer red with the pyramid. It's green and it's a lot of outdoorsy stuff. So check out the Pyramid Air website. It's it's I think it's really cool. I don't know. Have I, you seen I it? I think the I think the progress is really encouraging with Pyramid Air not only encompassing the airgun world, which I'm sure they have no intention of turning their back on that at all. No. Uh, no. but instead of augmenting it with the other things that have good crossover with all of us in the airgun space. Many of us are outdoorsmen. We love to go play outside. We love to camp. We do lots of stuff like that. Hunting with those evil powder burners mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. So you're going to see more and more of that of that content through the Pyramid Channel. And yeah. I think that's awesome. That's growth. That's forward progress. And, uh, and way, way to go, Pyramid Air, for that. And we're here at the 2023 Pyramid Air Cup. And Pat, I have got to tell you. Um, the facilities here for this event are world-class yes. beyond compare. Um, I, I know that we all have heard of a lot of the other events in the airgun world, mm -hmm. and they have grown, and they're huge, huge, and they're fantastic, and they have lots of draw from all over the world. But as far as facilities go, mm -hmm. this place in Ohio dwarfs them all. It's world class. We are we are actually recording this in a beautiful cabin. Yes. That we were able to rent that puts us right here at the facility. We're not driving around from hotels or or uh, Airbnb places or any of that. We're right here. We're at the facility. We've got everything we need. We've got a swimming pool. Yep. We've got a bass pond. Yep. <laughs> we've got we've got ski shooting, trap shooting, Pistol, rifle, you name it. Everything. Some of the biggest names in the firearm world yep. are represented here. And it is, they've opened their arms and embraced the Pyramid Air Cup. And I, I just want to say thank you to, to this facility and thank you to Pyramid for, for making this all possible. It's really big. Now, Pat, we had some adventures getting here today. Yes. Um, we spent many, many hours on a plane. I took the red eye out of San Francisco. Uh, that was that was a long night, but uh, we got here uneventful, and we got all of our gear, which um, Pat was a little nervous when he got here that uh, mm -hmm. his baggage took quite a long time to get from the plane to the to the airport. But we're all sorted now. We've got everything we need to be successful, and uh, 
Is that is that it for our pyramid air update? Oh, you missed the biggest part of what, us actually getting here. Oh, Joe God. Dorian, oh. the owner of, of I, the Ohio School of Falconry, our wheels. Joe, we would have been still at the, at the terminal. <laughs> Joe was kind enough. Yes, yes. To pick our silly butts up at the airport and mm -hmm. chauffeur us out to the facility, and he's like, "Hey, you guys got your got your room, but um, you don't have any food." Mm -hmm. And you don't have any linens. You don't have anything. Uh, do you need a ride to the store? And we're like, Joe, thank you. Thank you. From <laughs> yes. the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Because you you have made this so much easier by offering us your services and getting us around. So we were able to go to the store. Mm -hmm. We got the single most important thing for air gunners in the world, which, of course, is coffee. Coffee. Well, it may be just For me. you, it's coffee. It may be just me, but... Uh, <laughs> Me, it was uh, having proper beverages and, and breakfast because mm. uh, I can't live on air or coffee like you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, uh, it, for Joe to take time, and, and he had his own adventures today, oh, to still come he? and pick us up and chauffeur us around. And even we went out to lunch and got to catch up because I haven't seen Joe in a while. And you haven't seen Joe in a while in person. And it was good to catch up. It was. It know? was. And I encourage anyone who has even a passing interest in falconry, please go check out his school. Yep. Uh, the link will be in the description below. It'll be in Patrick's show notes. And do spend the time to see what that guy's up to because it's always fascinating. Always. So... And like always, it's not just the Airgun Geeks podcast going on. You got Target Forge here, and Bill's going to be talking to all the people that he gets to take care of and help with targets and GX compressor parts and all yeah. that stuff. So make sure you check out TargetForge.net. Correct. Um, you can also find us if people, I, I've, I've had this question, Bill, how do I find the podcast? You can technically, we're on every platform, first off, uh, but you can go to airgungeeks.com and it'll bring you to the Buzzsprout and you can click any type of uh, platform that you want to listen to us on. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you'd like to, for us to talk about, you can always go to the airgungeeks at gmail.com. Uh, you can technically go to Target Forge and, con and contact us and talk to Bill that way. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. And all of those that have, we really do appreciate your thank yous, your concerns, yes, um, your ideas. And your feedback. We love your feedback. Feedback. Love, hey, you guys were wrong about where this guy was from or you guys yeah. screwed up this. We, we love that feedback. Um, we love to be, we're more about the truth on this podcast yeah. than we are about uh, trying to make everybody think we're right because we're not right all the time. We're human beings and, you know, we're stronger together than we are individually. So you guys give us the strength to to bring as much of the truth as we can. Yeah. And, you know, like, like always, I love hearing from Art. Mm -hmm. And we haven't heard from Art recently, so we hope you're doing well. He's like our censorship for those I swear? Are If I swear, will that bring art out of the out of the woodwork? Oh, it might. <laughs> but I hope you're doing well. I know he's been doing a lot of Hunter Field Target. I see him with Lauren Parsons a lot. She's been traveling. I think she was in uh, South Africa doing her thing. Maybe we'll see her this weekend. But um, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more updates 
on what's going on here at the Pyramid Air Cup 2023. Airgun Geeks fans, we want to bring you the latest from the Pyramid Air Cup. And we thought the best way to do this is to kind of squish it all together and stick it in an update here. So forgive the continuity faux pas that we've got going on here <laughs> with different shirts. But welcome to the great outdoors. This is the first time. Uh, actually, it's not the first time we recorded outdoors because we recorded outdoors at Armac. It's the first time we've ever recorded at the Cardinal Center on a beautiful morning. But yes, outdoors at Armac. Yeah. But first time in Ohio. Yeah. First time outdoors in Ohio. So we got a first here for you, our loyal viewers and listeners. And Pat, we're gonna we're gonna get into the nuts and bolts of the Pyramid Cup and cover who where the stories were that were really pertinent to this year's cup. And a big thanks to Pyramid Air for reviving the cup and bringing it back after a three-year hiatus. And uh, and let's get into it. Um, so we left off with day one before we talked about us getting here, mm -hmm. the adventure and all of that stuff. And day two was kind of uh, mild. It was registration day. It was practice range. A lot of work went into that from the Pyramid Air Cup employees. Correct. They busted butt to get targets out there for the guys that were bench rush shooters to get to get tuned up, to get dialed in, because we all know what happens when you travel oh, with yep. an air gun. Uh, it never works the way it did when you left. Mm -hmm. and there's always <laughs> a fight to get that accuracy that you left with back. So big thank you to Pyramid Air employees for putting that on and making that happen. Definitely. And uh, then we get into day three, Pat. Oh, this boy. This is where it starts to get really interesting. Um, day three was round one. Round one of bench. So they have to do both cards in the same day. Right. So that that is that is new. That is different. That's a different twist to the competition, which I found exciting yeah. for everyone. Now the people did, too, because... You normally you shoot a card like at Armac and then you get to relax till the next day. Yep. Nope. No, you better guard that gun and that scope and your ammo and stay in the game. Yeah. So that when it's gotta keep that game face on. Yeah. And there's not as many shooters as Armac. So the wait isn't that long, but it's just long enough to where you're like you're calming down and then you're right back into it again. Oh uh, yeah. So that's one thing I did notice on the firing line. Is there like, oh, my God, I got to start shooting already. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so then right away you had round two. Mm -hmm. So round one and round two of Bentrust uh, for entry into the finals were done on day three. And uh, what I think is epic is all three classes of Gunslinger shot. Yes. That afternoon. And it runs late like normal. <laughs> yeah, and Gunslinger was freaking amazing. You had three different classes, right? That... You, yep, you had Springer. Then you had PCP single shot. Then you had PCP mag fed. Wow. So no autoloaders um, here at the Pyramid. There was autoloader. Really? Mm-hmm. There was an autoloader class? No. Allowed them with no, the but they allowed them like they did at RMAC, uh, uh, where, where I got to shoot. Um, Val Simmons brought the revolution. <laughs> no point intended, but yes, it was a revolution. And he it, tried shooting that at uh, at Armac, as I remember. Oh yeah, that didn't go well for him. Uh, it did, well, you know, he shot against me at that one time, and it was no competition. But <laughs> well, no, he had problems with the gun. It wasn't. No, no, I'm just being funny. Capable marksman. No. Uh, well, that gun, 
That gun is Frankenstein. <laughs> so if you ever get a chance to see Val Simmons FX Revolution, it's worth a stop by. And all the parts are perfectly polished stainless steel. And if you ever get a chance to talk to Val, he's a great guy. Yes. Bend is here. He is, uh, he, he has a wry wit about him mm. that, it, yeah, it's, it's worth your time. He's always smiling. Yep, he is. <laughs> he is. So you had Springer, you had Single Shot, and you had MagFed. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, that was pretty epic. There was some very interesting things uh, that we'll get to when we talk about the results. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have to say, uh, there is a organization in the Ergon world that leads the world in having their results published in a timely fashion. Yes. For guys that are trying to put together content like this. But unfortunately, uh, Pyramid Air is not one of them this year. I'm hopeful that next year uh, they have got this dialed and their uh, social media team is on deck to get those results out as soon as they're known mm -hmm. um, so that it makes it easier for guys like us that are trying to stick content yeah. together. But um, Utah Air Guns, hats off to you guys for, for being uh, on fire when yes. it comes to getting those results out. You lead the world. In uh, in getting the story out of your of your amazing competition, but that doesn't take away from the pyramid or no, uh, it was great competition, great contest, and we've got uh, we roll into uh, day four, mm -hmm. and that's where we start to talk about the bench rest finals. Wow, that was pretty epic, and we've got some interesting stories from the from the finals this year that come out in the results. So are we ready to talk about those? Sure. Okay. Uh, tell me who got 15th, Pat. Well, 15th came with a shooter who's only shot two competitions now. Yeah, two, Her, two, two. two press competitions. First one was freaking Armac. Yep. Second one was the Pyramid Air Cup. Correct. So it, not too much pressure there. No, <laughs> no, no. But, uh, and, and I was watching her. I was like, she looks familiar. And I'm like, who is that? And at the banquet last night is when they announced everyone. And we're like anxiously awaiting. And it was Kayla Nev Nevius. Yes. Came in 15th. And she shoots for what? American Air Gunner? Yeah. Okay. So that team was ecstatic. She was like, What? You know, because she put a lot of hard work in, and she she was a little little stressed, but but confident in her shots. But the most exciting part was that we have another woman shooter. Not only do we have an, a woman shooter, but we have one that can get in there and mix it up with the men. <laughs> yes. And I'm telling you, if this is only her second contest, Ooh. and she's gotten 15th at this level, watch out, boys. Yep. Because she's coming for your lunch money. <laughs> and she's got the skills to take it. So uh, if you've seen her, she's got a gorgeous custom rifle from Utah Air Guns. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, uh, she has got, she is the total package as far as uh, marksmanship goes. Um, I, I made the mistake of saying she was, uh, I, I referenced her as a, a woman's shooter. No, she is a woman who shoots as well as men. Mm -hmm. and can be right in the mix and it, it is that's a beautiful thing about marksmanship it really doesn't matter what what world you come from you 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 can mix it up and, and win on any given correct if you put in the time and the practice and 
hats off to her for a 15th place. Um, next up is is someone who's very near and dear to the podcast. Yes, and and, also, and personal friends. Yes, personal friends and my my YouTube world, and that's mm -hmm. PJ Clark. PJ Clark uh, got a 11th place finish, mm -hmm. and uh, you know he was he was pretty stoked. Yes, he was. Yeah, that was. <laughs> The, the crowd erupted when PJ got announced uh, with his 11th place. It took him forever to come up to the podium with, with all the high fives going on. It was a very exciting time. Yep. And two gentlemen, uh, again, from Utah, who did exceptionally well at the uh, at RMAC, um, did well again today. Yes. That is Val and Thane Simmons. Um, Val who I think has a very interesting story this year at the PA Cup. Mm -hmm. um, he, <laughs> he got fifth place, all right? And that may say, okay, yeah, well, he's a good shooter. No, he got no. fifth place with one of the worst mistakes that you can make on your, on your bench rest card. He ended up having a double shot on one target. It was totally just a mental thing for him that he ended up getting uh he ended up getting an extra shot that you know and that cost you 10 points 10 points 10 points to give up 10 points on a card is uh usually the kiss of death for a competitor but this guy did that and still <laughs> caught fifth that's that is incredible to me yes so hats off to val you did a freaking amazing job and you are a threat Anywhere you go and put your name mm -hmm. down for bench rest. And what did he use again? The red panda. The red panda. The infamous red panda. <laughs> this when, is... when are we going to see more of this gun oh. uh, from these guys? Because it is uh, it is definitely uh, a secret weapon right now. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. It needs to get out in the hands of other shooters. But, you know, here's Val, right, sitting in fifth place mm -hmm. with, with, a, with a mistake that, you know, I would be carrying that around for a while if it were me, but I'm sure he's going to let it roll off him because his son turns around and takes first mm -hmm. place. Top prize at the PA Cup with an amazing store. I think it was like, it was over 230. Yeah. With it, like eight X's, yeah. six X's, it was, something like that. It was crazy good. Yeah. Uh, and that's Thane. Thane Simpson. Of course. Of course. You know, and, and there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, if, if you come to the competitions, you need to watch Val and his demeanor and how he does stuff. <laughs> and you need to watch Thane. They're very different, Bill. Oh, very much. You know, very much. but when it comes down to it, no matter how they do or when someone next to them is shooting, they're always encouraging them. Yep. And you, they're ne they don't boast. Yep. They celebrate at the end, but they don't boast. And that's that's big, I not think. Not only are they great marksmen, they're great sportsmen. Sportsmen, yeah. Yep. Let's not let's not forget about Jeremy in seventh place. Ah, yeah, very nice. Let's skip that. Who he, does he shoot for? I think he is under Saber Tactical's team. Wow, he's the Saber team. Yeah. Um, I think he's fairly new. I don't know much about him, and I'm sorry I don't know his last name, but if you check out the Saber uh, social media, you'll you'll get to learn about him. Uh, I was like, who's that? Yeah. So it's like people coming out of nowhere. Yeah. But uh, overall, it was very exciting. Uh, it was exciting to see that the banquet was full for all the people yep. to see this. And on top of it, 
there was a lot of spectators. Yep. That were like, what's this? Who's this? And a lot of new shooters. Yep. And there were some new shooters that absolutely surprised themselves. Yep. And uh, and I think there's a lesson there. Yeah. Get out there, compete, uh, throw your hat in the ring, uh, throw fear to the curb, and get out there and shoot your air gun and uh, and have fun. I mean, that's really the end of the game. What, you got to have fun. What are the two rules we told them? Uh, don't suck. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have fun and don't come in last yeah that should be your yeah, goal yeah. and just and and if you don't just take notes get ready for next year the next competition yep. and just learn you can hang out with the people that you'll be able to learn from that will help you move forward as a shooter correct absolutely correct. it was exciting now, now pj also had another story here oh yes it is very interesting because we already talked about the three classes of the gunslinger and gunslinger for those that don't know is a silhouette style shoot where it's a speed event similar mm -hmm. to the speed shooting at armac and it is um it is definitely a speed shooting game and what's unique about the pa cup is that they have a springer class yes and you know it, they also have the uh single shot and the mag but PJ managed to eke out a second place finish. Yes. In MagFed PCP. And what is what was really remarkable <laughs> to me, and I said this to John Bagakis as he left, as he walked off the line, uh, having just been handed a defeat. And I honestly, John Bagakis is always a threat in yes. shooting. And he actually shut. Patrick down at Armac. He did. And I, I told him, I said, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen you lose to someone your own age. <laughs> and he goes, thank you very much. That is an interesting perspective. But yeah, usually it takes a young gun to knock John Bugakis out of the out of the contention. And this time it was our own PJ Clark that cleaned his clock. And, yes. And sent him back to California, and that that was uh, that was wonderful. Not wonderful to see John take a loss, but wonderful to see PJ get a really commanding win, or and, actually a second place finish. And it and it was a photo finish. Yes, with multiple cameras. Yep. I mean, I was personally there watching both, and the two little chickens. It was very hard to tell which one went down first, <laughs> but there was multiple confirmations that it was PJ, and it was just like. That was a battle to the end. Yes. And it was just, it was epic. Yeah. I mean, I was like, wow. I mean, they were, John and PJ were looking at each other and they're like, what just happened? Yeah. You know, yep. you know, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And John got up, they shook hands. It was, they hugged. It was like, wow. I mean, to be there was just so much fun and so much excitement that I hope I'm expressing that enough for you guys. It was exciting. Yeah, it was. Well, there's one other story I want to touch on really quick from Gunslinger, and that goes back to the Springer. And, you know, honestly, when I think of guys competing, speed shooting, mm -hmm. uh, Springer guns, that that kind of blows my mind because I imagine a lot of people losing fingers and, uh, and, and you know, I, yes. I'm joking. I mean, gun, <laughs> they're, they're perfectly safe guns, but there's a lot of movement that has to happen to articulate a uh -huh. springer, load a pellet, get back on target, shoot, and do it all again. And, you know, most people put the smart money 
in that game is Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nicholas Gregaris is an amazing shooter. He's sponsored by Air Arms, who, you know, has a class leading yes. Springer gun. So he's got he's got the backing, he's got all of the pedigree. And I'll tell you what, this skinny kid uh came up and absolutely cleaned everybody's fog, <laughs> took first place yep. in Springer class, and this is what's compelling to me. It was an RWS model 48, mm-hmm. which those of you who know RWS guns, RWS Diana, that is the same gun as my 52 um, that mm-hmm. goes back to the 80s. And what is interesting is that we have a story that's going to come out in a future podcast where we got to spend some time with Vortec. Vortec makes some of the, the best ways to tune and trick out your Springer and their power plant just went into that winning gun mm-hmm. two weeks before this contest. Can you imagine? Just imagine that he upgrades his power plant in his Springer to a Vortec kit, and then comes and wins our Mac or not our Mac with it, but the Pyramid Cup. Excuse my faux pas, <laughs> uh, and, and ends up winning mm-hmm. with that gun. And I just think that is uh, that is a testament to him as a shooter. Fortec as a as a as a company, um, just really compelling story. We actually, because of the lack of uh, social media coverage of the PA Cup, uh, we don't have the name of the guy who won, and I'm embarrassed that I didn't write it down yesterday. But anyway, maybe uh, maybe in the video edit, uh, by the time I get around to that uh, on Monday, I'll be able to uh, put his name in below here. And uh, yeah, we should. We should have it by then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that brings us to today. And the tail end of the cup is actually still in motion right now. Yes. They're getting ready to go out for day two on the field target range. So we will have those results in the future. But we wanted to get this segment together and get it packaged up for you all to consume. So thank you for joining us. And uh, and enjoy the next interview coming up which is we will be interviewing the lord of lead oh my gosh (laughs) that is if you don't know that he is a character um he is a representative from jsb the american end of jsb and uh, joe is a card he's (laughs) he is an interesting fellow he's a wonderful guy to talk to and you will enjoy that interview He's also the sales guy for Predator International for the United States, which is actually the importer for JSB. Yep. And I think they're out of Colorado. They keep bouncing around, but it's uh, it's yeah. going to be an interesting interview. You know that he's the Lord of Lead. The Lord of Lead. And he, what does he <laughs> say about the 20 cal? He says it's, uh, it's 177 flat and 22 whack. There you go. That's that's Joe saying for that. And I, you know, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about 20. I know there's some people that are really passionate about it, and uh, I'm going to have to get get a gun and test it out. I hear it's coming back. Yep. I, I hear it's coming back. I hear going to get that focus again. Sheridan guys will rejoice. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hear you. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And like always, stay geeky.